Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the I Am Rapport podcast. We're going to do this all the way through. 30 minutes, non-stop. No fact-checking, no nothing, just me. G. Monetti is not here in the gloom tomb recording with me. This is the I Am Rapport podcast, and you know what it is. I'm going live and direct. 30 minutes of funk, raw dog, without a bag, no fact-checking, no G. Moody, no sidekick, no script, 30 minutes, this is the I Am Rapport podcast, what's going on, playing music throughout the whole shit, <clears throat> so, it is a week since the Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Money Mayweather fight, it is Saturday, it is Saturday night, live, it's Saturday night live, it's 8.22 on May 9th. So last week, that fucking fight, the Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Money Mayweather fight. And, and the, the crazy thing about this, and I'm not going to, I know there's not a lot of, some people might be like, enough with the fight. I know, I, I say enough with that fucking fight. Enough with the fight, enough with the Money Mayweather, enough with Manny, enough with Manny's fucking shoulder, enough with Money Mayweather's money, enough with fucking Roger Mayweather, Enough with Jim Lampley. The whole fucking thing. Roy Jones, I don't want to fucking see you for a few months. Evander Holyfield, listen, my man. Listen. 
I, I listen. You're a fucking great champion, and, and I'm glad your health is in shape. But just like I'm worried about Evander Holyfield's speech. Like last week, watching him enough with the Evander Holyfield, like he took so many fucking blows. I don't need to see him. Even I love Mike Tyson. Everybody loves seeing Mike Tyson, but I want to take a break. Just the whole boxing community, because that was such a fucking letdown. The I that 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 fight, the fight of the century, was such a letdown. And now the saga continues with the shoulder. And I'll give him a rematch, and he won't give him a rematch. We're gonna have to hear about this for another year. This is gonna continue to go on for another year, and then they're gonna fight again. And then we're gonna all be dumb, and we're gonna spend our money and watch it. Not as many people are going to watch it, but there's going to be so much shit talking and so much promotions and so much this and so much that. And Money Mayweather is going to come out talking shit because last time he wasn't talking shit. Trust me. Trust me, May of next year, it'll be Floyd Mayweather's 50th fight. And if he wins, he'll retire 50-0. And if he doesn't, then I guess he'll fight again. But this is the Iron Rapport podcast. I'm in here going raw dog. Without a bag, solo, no fact-checking. You know, if you've never listened to the Iron Rapport podcast, let me tell you something. Some of the rules and regulations of the Iron Rapport podcast. If, if this is your first time listening, we do not fact-check at the Iron Rapport podcast. We will not fact-check, okay? And then we will make mistakes. Well, it's just me in here today. Sometimes, if you've never heard the show, I rock with my partner, Gerald Moody, G. Moody, who's not with me tonight. So we don't fact check. We go raw dog without a bag. And I say that with no Bruno. We do all that shit. So, so he, let, I'm going to go into the, the NBA. We're just free falling. So last, uh, last game of the night, Saturday night, <clears throat> or the last game of the night, or the way the series end up when I'm recording this shit is the Grizzlies beat Golden State, and this is my prediction about that that series. Golden State is going to have trouble winning this series because the defense that they could put on Stephon Curry slows the whole shit down. And Zach Randolph, I love this fucking guy, and the reason why I love Zach Randolph is because his skill set, his skill level, his footwork, like he's on that old, like he might be the only player in the league that plays like that. I'm sure there's other ones, but I can't really think of them. But even, like, other post players, they don't – he's on that shit. And, like, he'll shoot these 17, 18-foot step-back jump shots. Those are fucking tough shots. So Zach Randolph is giving the Golden State Warriors trouble. If uh, Memphis wins the next series, the next game, they're going to win that series. It'll be 3-1. Cleveland got fucked last night by Derrick Rose – and the Chicago Bulls, they got fucked real proper, real proper like. And Derrick Rose made, it was a tight game the whole way through. And Derrick Rose was on some Derrick Rose shit and made that shot and then did the dead face. Like he did the straight dead face. And that's really kind of like showing like no emotion is the new emotion. Like he brought that shit like, he brought it back. Like, they call it the Kanye face. But that's like a new emotion. Like, n- no emotion. Like, I made the shot, and I'm not, like, my heart, like, it slowed down, actually. I'm not even getting hyped. 
that was good because the thing about you know I've I've spoken openly about my 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 dislike frustrations with some of LeBron's stuff, but when I watch him play in that game last night, he was so like he didn't have a great game, but there's spurts in every game where he's great in every single game, and you just I don't think I've ever felt like well Kobe's one of them, Jordan, I mean. But, like, this guy can really sway a team on his own, like, almost. He can almost do it all by himself. But he, he's on some shit. But, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, other than that, I like to break his ball. So he, uh, he uh, his face after Derrick Rose made that shot was just fantastic. So Derrick Rose made a shot. Zach Randolph killed the uh, the uh, the Golden State Warriors, and Paul Pierce made a fucking bank shot today, game winning shot. And Paul Pierce is another one who's on that. Like Paul Pierce can play until he's 40, 41, 42 because of that that style of play. Same like Zach uh, Zach Randolph. It's just they have that that the, the fundamental footwork, the footwork that's just so good. So uh, if I was uh, compiling myself into an NBA player, I would want to be part. Joakim Noah, part Zach Randolph, and part Paul Pierce. And I'm giving away five T-shirts to the first people that tweet that at me. And if you don't have Twitter, then I don't know what to tell you. Then Instagram it at me. But that's the, uh, that's the giveaway. Five T-shirts. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm going to get into the T-shirts, the soft-ass I Am Rapport podcast T-shirts. But this week I'm only giving away five, and you have to tweet who I would be three parts of if I was in the NBA today. So that's that with the basketball. That's that with the boxing. I don't know. I was going to talk about this thing that I was uh, starting to get interested in, uh, this idea of uh, unconditional love. Unconditional love. I want to talk about what that means to me. Like, I'm trying to figure this out. Unconditional love. What the fuck does that mean? I do not know what that means. I'm not sure what that means. I, I, I was... I was thinking that it meant like you love somebody unconditionally and then there's no ever, when do there, there's no conditions ever? If there's no conditions ever, I can definitely say that I will not be able to love somebody unconditionally. I, well, actually I'll be able to love them unconditionally, but I wouldn't be able to like them unconditionally. See, there, there's a fucking difference, right? You don't have to like somebody to love them, right? You don't have to like somebody. So you'll love them unconditionally, but you can like them any fucking time you want or don't want to, especially if it's like, you know, I don't know. It could be anybody. It could be a brother, a sister, a fucking, a father, a mother, a friend, a a wife, a girlfriend, an ex-wife, an ex-wife like you can, you can, I guess you could be love, you could love unconditionally, but you could also be like, I, your know, ex-wives can, I don't talk about my ex-wife on these things, but I should start talking about my ex-wife on these things, but I don't, I don't talk about her on these things. I don't, I don't, I don't talk about that part of my life on the I Am Rapport podcast. Not yet. I will, maybe someday I'll, I'll feel comfortable and confident in it. Anyway, this is the I Am Rapport podcast, rocking live. I don't know who's been in there giving away five t-shirts, and I got a a humongous Snapple refrigerator to give away. 
Okay, it, not a humongous, a mini Snapple refrigerator. I have one. I've shown pictures on my Instagram and on my Twitter and on my Facebook. I've shown pictures of this. And no one really seems to be going out of their way to win. I'm going to send the thing to you. It's like 60 pounds. It's small. It's, it's like it'll be great in an office. It'll be great in a, in a kid's room. It'll be great in a kitchen. It'll definitely, if you have a man cave, it'll be great. I have mine in my man cave. It's fantastic. Like, you know, it's a Snapple refrigerator, and nobody really seems to be going ape shit to get it, which makes me feel like you guys take me for granted, okay? Do the Iron Rapport podcast listeners take me for granted because I give away t-shirts so easily? You know, let me know. Tweet me, Instagram me, if I, uh, if, uh, <clears throat> you take me for granted. I want someone to really want that Snapple refrigerator. I want like, this is how I would prefer it. If, 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 if it was an Iron Rapport follower that had two kids or at least one kid and, and you don't even have to, you, you, you don't have to let them drink Snapple every day. There's, there's other drinks you could put in there. You could put waters in there, Snapple water and all that stuff. You can't, but, but I want like to give it away to somebody, either that or a man cave. Anybody who's got a cool man cave. So, that's who I really want to give it away to. Somebody with kids that would really appreciate the little mini fridge or dudes with a man cave or chicks who want to, anybody who wants it. But I don't know what the chick like who would want a Snapple fridge unless she's got like a man cave or an office. So listen, the Snapple fridge is up for grabs. The I Am Rappaport podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Casper.com. It's an award-winning sleep startup. Go to Casper.com. $50 off purchase of any size mattress. Put in the code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, Casper Mattress in New York City. The, the, the bed will be delivered between two to five days anywhere in the United States and Canada. Same day delivery in New York City. Uh, a bike messenger could bring it. New technology. The bed will come in a fucking box. Casper.com. The promo code is Rappaport. You get $50 off the mattress. We do not plug. We do not support. We do not take sponsorship from anything we have not tried and we are not passionate about 450%. We're going live. My man, Miles Davis, is rocking with me, going through this uh, piece by piece, place by place, adding music through it, in and out of it. Um. So, yeah, LeBron... And uh, unconditional love, unconditional love. I got off. I got thrown off track. Sorry. Unconditional love. So this is what I wanted to ask about. So if, like, I had a girlfriend, right? You know, when I was when I was younger, right? I, I, when I was about sixteen, I had a girlfriend, and her name was. Should I say her name? I'm not going to say her name. Let's just call her um, Tamara. Tamara. Let's just call her that, Tamara. So Tamara, this girl that I that I, I met when I was 16, <clears throat> I went out with this girl when I was 16, and uh, it was like the first girl that I, I like, well, no, there was a girl before her that I, like, when I was 16, like, I would, like, fall in love with girls. It's, it, I guess it's actually kind of nice, you fall in love. Like, now, like, my heart is so black. <laughs> my heart is like a fucking black piece of charcoal. <laughs> It's fucked up to say that, but it's true. It's true if you've been through some of the things that I've been through and, you know, whatever. Like, it still doesn't mean that I should have a charcoal black heart. I mean, and I'm exaggerating that sort of. Not really, but what the thing is, is about the, the like, 
listen, I, you know, but at the time when I was 16, when I was with Tamara, is that what I said what we call her? I was in love, right? And then, you know, this and that happened. And I mean, fuck, I could bring you through that whole relationship. I'm going to do that another time. But the point is, is that she eventually, she shitted on me. So like at the time, I was like, I love you unconditionally. I, me- I remember there was a new edition song or no, a BBD song. It had that unconditional love. There was a, was there a song? And I started to think like, what does that mean? What does that mean? So this girl shitted on me. Does that mean I should continue to love her unconditional? Okay, that's a bad example. Okay, you, let's say your brother. This isn't the case for me. My brother's dope. But let's say you have a brother, okay? And you lend him, let's say, $50,000. And he never gives you the money back. This never happened with me. You're probably like, you're talking about your brother. I'm not talking about my brother, Eric. My brother, Eric Rappaport, is a professor. He is a professor at a school in Halifax, Canada. He's way, way, way smarter than me. We're totally different. I should have him on the I Am Rappaport podcast because all that like, um, you know, environmental stuff, he knows it. He's an environmental, uh, environmental engineering and architecture and shit like that. He's smart. He's not doing fucking podcasts live from the gloom tomb, okay? Anyway, the point is, is, I'm not talking about it. So if you have a brother, like in a Coen Brothers movie, okay? You have a brother and you lend him $50,000 and then he never pays you back. And you go through all this Coen Brothers type of movie shit and this, that, and the other, and he fucks you over. <clears throat> and, and then you need that 50 and he never pays you back. And you go through all this kinds of shit in your relationship. This is another terrible example, but at least you're getting what my point is. Should you continue to love your brother unconditionally? So you, you, you have to continue to love him or, or, or a best friend. Or let's say your, your, your wife cheats on you with your best friend. Do you love that person unconditionally? That's the question that I'm trying to think of. Like, or your, your kids, if you have kids and they're a pain in the ass, and do you love them unconditionally? When's the fucking the line drawn? Like, where you, okay, I cannot stand you. I, I, can you hate somebody and also love them unconditionally? This is, this is what I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Like, this term unconditional seems like till death. Like, till death do us part. And that doesn't, that doesn't do well either. One thing I wanted to uh, mention was that uh, I'm really, really starting to believe that the Iron Rappaport podcast is the most reliable moral compass out there. I want to just let you guys know that I think that the it's been it's been I didn't make it up. Somebody else actually said this, that the I Am Rappaport podcast is their moral compass. Like they live it. They they, they follow it. They they, they, they they breathe it. Some people do. Some people don't. But this is the I Am Rappaport podcast. My fuck style is buck wild. And if you've never heard the I Am Rappaport podcast, I say this because we get new listeners and shit and it's exciting. This, this podcast is a proponent of fuck styles being buck wild. So uh, we're doing it like this. I'm getting ready to uh, periscope. I've been into this periscoping. I'm going to start periscoping podcasts. I was going to do it tonight. And uh, I just, I, I'm in here alone, so I couldn't do it tonight. But I'm going to periscope the next podcast in New York. Me and G Moody, we're going to do a live I Am Rapport podcast. That's going to be the next episode. We're doing some real time shit because, you know, that's uh, I think it's getting to the next level. It's like you, you, you can't just podcast. You got to podcast in real time, like on Periscope ship. But you know, what was a big thing this week was that this term. I guess it was invented this week. It's the first time I've ever heard it. Dad body. 
dad body is a new thing. It's a new term. And basically, like, they, 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 they reference Jason Siegel, Seth Rogen, some other actor, and, of course, Leonardo DiCaprio, who, although he doesn't have kids, really doesn't give a fuck. And, and, and nor should he give a fuck about how his body is because he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. And that's beautiful because Leonardo DiCaprio is so G. I've talked about Leonardo DiCaprio on the Iron Rapport podcast. He would be a great guest because he doesn't do talk shows and he's low key. But I think I'm going I'm to try to make that happen. Leonardo DiCaprio on the Iron Rapport podcast because I fuck with Leonardo. And, and, and I feel like it's time to really kind of get some insight into his shit because what a fucking career. What a fucking career Leonardo DiCaprio had. And you knew it. You knew it the first time you saw him in This Boy's Life. When I saw Leonardo DiCaprio in This Boy's Life, you knew you were seeing something special. I remember seeing that movie, not knowing who the fuck he was or any of that stuff. I had seen some pictures of him, but even his name was like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like You couldn't say it. It was like hard to pronounce, like Leonardo DiCaprio. What, like, what is it? And, like, there was, and I remember seeing this picture of him on a red bike, and I believe it was for Us Magazine. And I was like, this guy, I don't know, there's something about this guy. And then I saw him in this boy's life, and he killed that shit. He killed that shit. With Robert De Niro and Ellen Burstyn, uh, Barkin, sorry, sorry, Jesus Christ. But, but Leonardo DiCaprio, I mean, from that he went to Gilbert Grape, and, and it was, it was you know, Oscar nomination, and then I think it was um, <clears throat> Romeo and Juliet, and there was a couple other, Marvin's Room, and he just, he's, and now he's doing his thing. But they, they gave, he was the centerpiece of dad body because basically dad body is the, every man's body. Okay, now, now they said Seth Rogen. I think he's on the, the extreme of dad's body because I love Seth Rogen and I'm not being disrespectful, but he's like kind of like, he's not a fat fuck, but he's close to being a fat fuck. And I'm no fucking, listen, Seth Rogen, I fuck with you. I'm no picture of health. Okay, there's a reason why if you tried to look me up on, on the internet and pictures of me and pictures of me in, in movies with my shirt off, I'm not fucking winning any bodybuilding contests either. So I'm just saying, but but let me just stay focused. The point of it was is that dad body was basically, in my opinion, is if if you're five to let's say twenty-five pounds overweight, you would have a dad body, which is just the every man's body. And the pressure that this takes off a fucking animal like me is fantastic because it's like, you don't have to be ripped. Not everybody's going to be ripped. And I fuck with Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. He's been, he's been on that shit since he was Marky Mark. And that's, that's what I'm saying. But not everybody's going to be able to keep it together like him. Even Sean fucking Penn. Sean fucking Penn is in shape somehow or another. He's in better shape than everybody. From his generation, like Val Kilmer, look at this fucking guy. Gary Oldman's, you know, he still looks good, but he's he's not like, you know, like Sean Penn is somehow ripped. He's got all his hair. He looks good. He looks strong. And, and, and you know, he just doesn't seem like he's at the fucking equinox. You know, maybe he works out like he does push-ups or some shit, but Sean Penn is in good fucking shape. Woo. This is the I Am Rapport podcast. <clears throat> I got to take a sip of water. That was like a rant. Sorry. We're going live. Miles, you can rock. 30 minutes of funk. I'm shutting this off in 30 minutes. 30 minute podcast. No pauses. See, sometimes when we record, <clears throat> I'm going to give away a little background. 
you know, you got to take breaks because you see how I'm talking, 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 talking. If you don't, you know, take a break. But I'm going 30 minutes tonight, raw dog without a bag. This is a raw dog without a bag podcast. On uh, <clears throat> what else am I talking about? A Rod, I fuck with A Rod. <sighs> you know what I did today? I got a massage. And I'll tell you a little bit about my massage life, but I, I'm big on Thai massages. And, and I had a masseuse in Los Angeles at this place in Hollywood. Her name was Super Pat. And I went with her from a few different places. And finally, I think she's back in Thailand. But she was like my chick. Like, I would tell her, I love you. Like, I fuck with you hard, Super Pat. A woman. Like, like you know, straight Thai. Like, you know, Bruno San Martino type of, type of shit. Like, she looked like... Bruno San Martino. Remember the wrestler? Like she was on that that shit. But I would tell her I love you cuz she would make my make my body feel great. No, and you're like, "Oh, oh, did she touch your loaf?" No, she didn't touch my loaf. She didn't grab my loaf. Get your mind out of the gutter. She didn't try to do it. It was totally legitimate, but she would make me Anyway, see, I have to why do I have to explain everything to the listeners out here saying Everything. Anyway, she was a great masseuse. She left. So since she's left, I've been going to other, trying to find, and I found a couple of other masseuses in Los Angeles, and I went and got a massage today, and it was like mediocre, because here's my, my thing on, on massages. It's like, when I go to a massage, I want to get a massage. If I wanted to get rubbed, I would get a rub. I would get a rub down. If I wanted to get tickled, I'd go to the tickle spot. I want a fucking elbow in my back. I want knees in my fucking hips. I want to scream, I want to shout, and I want to, like, there's no pain, there's no gain when it comes to massages. And this woman was, like, kind of doing a little bit, but then mostly, like, rubbing. And I'm like, yo, I need, like, I'm fucking jump on me, kick me, stand on me, walk on me. Like, super pat. And it made me miss and yearn for my masseuse super pat, who was about 5'4", 160 pounds, Thai woman. And I, and I loved her, but she was a fucking brute. She was a fucking brute. Speaking of brutes, I, I, I want to say that I've changed my tone a little bit uh, with Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner, who me and my partner, me and my sidekick, Gerald Moody, we said was probably the number one candidate for man of the year, woman of the year, or person of the year, whatever she or he preferred or whatever his people prefer you could get man of the year, person of the year, or woman of the year. But now I'm rethinking this because I, I, I realized Bruce Jenner had to have gotten paid doing the Diane Sawyer interview. And, and, and Bruce Jenner is also getting paid to do his docuseries. Now, I guess there's two ways to look at this. But it's like for man of the year, this whole thing you're getting Like, what has he done? I don't know. I mean, I know it's brave that he's come out and it's it's I get all that. But there's just something about the getting paid for it that's going to take away the taints a little bit to me. Not to say that it it, it, it taints the brave and uh, the the sincerity and, and, and I mean, really kind of like the course of Bruce Jenner's life has changed forever. The trajectory, the amount of his story has taken a right turn. Not say it's for the better, for the worse, but like this man's life, this guy's got a very iconic life. Like he just went into double icon mode because he was already icon mode with the fucking uh, the medals and the uh, the uh, decathlon. 
Now he's on some other shit in terms of, like, he'll always be mentioned with this millennium, Bruce Jenner. When they talk about 2015, when they show those things on, like, when somebody does a show on the, the, this decade, like they do Mad Men, but in, 2000, in the 2010s, whatever the fuck you call this, the, the millennial, I don't even know what you call this, 2015. But uh, Bruce Jenner will be associated with it. I'm taking another uh, sip of my, uh, I got a Snapple right here. No bullshit. I fuck with Snapple. You know what? I wanted to say something about my, the Snapple thing because, mm, you know, <clears throat> I got this Snapple thing. So I fuck with Snapple. And Snapple, I've always loved Snapple. And we've talked about Snapple from the beginning on the Iron Rapport podcast. And they have given me a Snapple refrigerator to give away. All right? Because I love Snapple. Love Snapple. Okay? It's made from the greatest things on earth. But then somebody on Twitter, not that I should give anybody, everybody on Twitter some, some thing, but he said, like, yo, no one cares if you with your sponsorship. Fuck you, man. Don't count my motherfucking money if I have any money, if I'm making any money, or whatever I'm doing. All right? I'm fucking with Snapple. I fuck with Snapple. I love Snapple. The Iron Rapport podcast loves Snapple. I'm getting totally off track here. I'm getting totally off. Yo, I'm looking at my record. It's 27 minutes, 30 minutes. I am rapport pockets. I'm shutting this shit off. Whew, man. My fucking Twitter got hacked this week. My, 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 my so my Twitter, I, I, I went to sleep with like 800 people that I was following. I woke up with 45, 4,600 people that I was following. I'm getting instant messages from people saying everything from, you know, like porno shit to um, gambling sites, because, you know, maybe with the boxing. I don't follow weird stuff, but it wasn't like hardcore porn stuff. I, I haven't explored that on Twitter. It's, it's too scary, but it was like, you know, stripper shit, and then, and, then, and then just regular Joe people that liked the podcast, which was cool, but, but it, people were hitting me up on DM on my, on my hack thing, like, yo, thanks for the follow, and, and it's not that I don't want to follow everybody. I do, and I don't want to sound arrogant and all that shit, but it's like when I had that many DMs in one day, it was like, all right, so, you know, I had to shut that shit down. I changed my password to, my new password is, anyway, this is the Iron Rapport Podcast. I'm coming live and direct from the gloom tomb. This is Michael Rapaport. I'm getting ready to sign off. This is 30 minutes of funk, 30 minutes of all Rapaport, all night, all everything we're signing out with a with a beat this is uh coming at uh sunday morning podcast this is the iron rapport podcast and we out